Oh, it's recording. Uh, welcome to Last Call Garage. <laughs> Season 2, Episode 10, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, tonight, I am Samir. And I'm Wayne. And I'm Arvind. And we got a couple of things, but since it's just the three of us, we're going to keep it a little short and sweet, kind of like last week, about an hour long. Um, but first and foremost, this is on Zoom, so there will be a video on our YouTube channel if you want to go check that out. Give us a good uh, like and subscribe and click the bell for notifications because apparently that's a thing. I don't actually know what it does because I've never done it. Um, but yeah, we were, we were just engagement. talking. Um, yeah. Is there a... The algorithm. Is there a... Um, what, what the fuck? Is there a... Like, do you not get... Um, I'm losing my train of thought. Slowly. I think with the bell, you get like priority notifications. That's what, okay. So that's what I was going to ask. So like, it, it's yeah. on my subscription. A, a push tab, right? notification. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. subscription tab. Does it, does, do the videos still automatic? That sounds so old right now. <laughs> the, videos, <laughs> <laughs> do the, the videos that are like most recently updated, they still show up there, but I won't be notified about them. Right. Or does that feed sometimes just miss videos that are uploaded? Um, wait, wait. I don't understand the question. So you know how you go on YouTube, right? And you got uh -huh. your little subscriptions tab. Right. You just won't or, get an email notification that someone uh, yeah. uploaded. Okay. So yeah. like when you hit the bell, right? I think it sends you like a, a notification on the screen that like um, Last Call Garage is like, you know, released a new video. And I don't know who the hell still uses their email to like find notifications. But uh, yeah. I think it would send an email to you. That's interesting. I don't yeah. know that if I ever got an email from YouTube, I would click on it. But okay, <laughs> that's a good question. I'm gonna like go through my mail and see if I have anything. It's probably in your spam mail at this point. No, um, <laughs> that's the thing. Like at least um, I, I'm a big Google fanboy, right? I like I use all of the products. Their spam mail is really good. Like if I go into my spam, there's nothing important in there. Yeah, I got fucked by that at work. I got a a, a bunch of emails from a supplier that we we use, where it's going straight to my spam mail. So I was like hitting them up constantly. I was like, why are these guys not responding? Turns out they <laughs> responded every single time. They were just in my spam mail. <laughs> my work email uh, puts everything that is from work into spam. It auto detects everything. So like all the chain emails, the mass emails that's sent out, it just goes straight to spam. That's, that's pretty solid. Um, <laughs> Before we get too far away, before the podcast, we were talking about executive sedans. I know that's a really like good subject for Arvin to talk about because I know he loves them. And I mean, let's be honest, who doesn't like big ass sedans, right? That's true. Yeah. And you know, there's one thing I don't like about executive sedans. What's that? They don't make executive wagons. That's a good point. Why don't they make a long wheelbase wagon? I think that cuts into that uh, crossover slash SUV territory, but and maybe there. I know. I think there. There's definitely no market for it, but it would be very nice to see like a big body sedan converted, or that's a wagon, you know, or like a big body wagon. I think that'd be really pleasant because, you know, back in the day they had all those like uh, roadmasters and stuff, right? Like those mm -hmm. just big GM wagons, and just uh, big fuck off vehicles exactly you know like you have your two kids sitting in the back messing with the people behind you yeah so that's 
I've noticed. I, I I don't know if you guys remember, but when we were younger, I don't know why I said that. You guys definitely remember. When we were younger, cell phones were like that fucking big. Like you you wanted a fucking a phone that a was brick? like fucking tiny, right? Phones were getting so small, and then the iPhone came out, and then phones just slowly started getting bigger and bigger. It was like probably after the iPhone four. Everything yes, was crazy. Yeah. I know. I agree with that. I. Like my parents got me a Nexus Six, which was like the biggest phone on the market. Yeah, and it's yeah. Just, I, it's kind of the way things go with technology, right? Yeah, you go big, small, big, small. Cause like yeah. my and my current phone, the uh, Pixel Five, the screen size is the same as the Nexus Nexus Six. So like it, it they kind of like find a way to like condense and make everything more streamlined. You still get the same experience, but it's in a smaller package yeah so i i noticed that with cars too because you know they were they were small to begin with i wouldn't i mean they weren't really even cars like we know it they're kind of just wooden wagons with motors but they got fucking large like uh my 63 dart my first car that was marketed as a compact car here in the u.s and that thing did not fit in the garage that's a pretty massive I think the car. terminology has changed over time. Yeah, but even still, it well, got to the point where cars are really small, right? Like the minis and then and then like with the gas crisis, so smaller cars became more popular, right? Yeah. And then SUVs and crossovers are taking over and cars are just getting massive again. It's just it's weird. I think like what it boils down to is like they're able to condense the uh the technology right because like um i'm sure we all remember when airbags came out those steering wheels were massive but if you look at any new car the airbag package on the steering wheel is small yeah tiny so it's like they introduce a new technology right like safety anything safety related right it starts in the inception it takes a lot of space and over time mm -hmm. they're able to refine and make it smaller and when you make something like that smaller in return, you get more cabin space and you can make the car bigger too. At least yeah. that's how I think it is. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. And it also kind of, the, what's weird to me is the proportions of the cars that are coming out, right? So you take a, let's say a Mark IV Golf, right? Came standard with like 16 inch wheels most of the time. Sometimes, you know, you get the GLIs with 17s and 18s or the GTIs. But, I mean, you go, like, 19s on a car like that. It looks massive, right? Right. But I got 19s on my Passat. They look perfectly fine. They look like, you know, that's a good size for that car. It was at the RSQ8, right? Or the RSQ5, whatever I know one. The, comes the RSQ8, like, I know exactly. Yeah, it was like 23s from the factory. Yeah, 23-inch yeah. wheel stock. And they still look small, which is ridiculous yeah. to me. It's it's insane. And Their tire uh, size is also crazy, too. They run, like, a yeah. 275, 35, 23. I mean, this this all Crazy. goes back to like safety. I, like, I think the prime proponent when it comes to vehicles is safety. Uh, if you have a bigger tire, you have a bigger context patch, and you have better handling capabilities. And yeah, we're able and to wheel choice is just you know to keep, to keep the design flowing. Right, right. It's just it, it's so funny to me that like you know we got to really small cars, like my Mark II next to like a Mark IV even it looks small. But then you put yeah. you put it next to like a new Mark Seven or Mark Eight, 
that thing looks fucking tiny. And it's oh. not even a small car. I, I agree with you. Like, I think I experienced that when uh, I had a, like my 97 Datsun, right? When I bought my M5, I parked both of them in the garage and it was just ridiculous to see them side by side. Like not, not even like a very new car, but you know, a mid 2000 car, it had grown so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy, especially when you see two cars from the same market, just in different time periods. You're just like, wow, like these these are essentially the exact same cars as they were intended to be. But there's the size difference of portions of everything is just so, so strange. The but anyway, back to on... executive sedans. <laughs> yeah. um, the brakes what's... are also huge, too. Yeah, well, you got to stop all that mass. Like, like we were just talking about the uh, S8 that's 5,300 pounds. Yeah, insane. You insane you have to stop that and the only way is like bigger brakes um so my uh, i have a question for you uh since we're talking about executive sedans if you had to buy an executive sedan what is the one you would get like modern day or old no, modern day modern day okay um you know i've been seeing a lot of ls 500s on the road and uh, i quite like those actually Especially the long wheelbase ones; those are pretty cool. I but know, I don't know. That, that S8 looks pretty enticing too. Yeah. What about you, Wayne? Uh, I drove the 2021 uh, S8s a lot, um, and I love them. Um, the ride quality is like amazing because it has um, factory air ride. Mm-hmm. Um. There's more dampening, but I like, I like the D4, the third generation, the generation before the current one that we have. I like that body style more. Um, I, I get what I you're know. saying, but um, I, I think it just looks meaner. Yeah, know? definitely the, the headlights and everything, but strictly for this exercise, like current day executive sedans. Yeah, S8, current generation, hands down. Yeah. What, what about you, Arvin? My answer is probably going to be a little controversial, but um, Porsche Panamera. Ooh, Panamera. I actually think that's a pretty good choice. Yeah. Which um, one, though? Top of the line Panamera. What was it? The GTS? I, I think it's the Turbo S. Yeah, the Turbo S. Turbo S. Or like the, the hybrid Turbo S or whatever, something. Yeah, whatever gives me the most bang for my buck, right? <laughs> um, I When the Panamera first came out, it was a very ugly car. Some people <clears throat> like it. I might like it. I'm not going to admit to that. But the current 2021 Panamera, I think, is a very, very good-looking car, first of those all. Things, those things really grew into their own. Yeah. I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, this is a kind of a stupid idea, but whatever. And when they when they first made it, I wasn't a huge fan of them. I don't think they looked that bad, but I mean, well, I don't. I think it might have been the third generation of them. They look, they started to look really good, and they were performing well too. Oh yeah, like that is yeah. a mean car. And the current generation, I, I don't know what number it is, but I think the Porsche, the new Porsche de- design language with that light bar fits that yeah. car perfectly. Like that car, when you're when you're cruising at night, and I've seen them driving at night when I'm driving. That's just something that has presence, and I love that. Yeah, I think 
Well, the, the cream of the crop for executive sedans has always been the Mercedes S-Class, right? Because of the technology they put in it? Uh, correct, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at the current one that they're like, you know, that they revealed. I don't know when they revealed it, but um, I don't know how I feel about the styling of it. I'm sure the technology in it is amazing. And you'll probably find it in an economy car in about five years, but... I mean, the S8 is the only thing that's able to correctly utilize trickle-down economics. Yeah. Um, but I think styling was always a second priority for Mercedes when it comes to the S-Class. They are literally pushing boundaries with technology with that car. Yeah. Well, okay, so what's your favorite S-Class, then? Just give me a ballpark year. Because I don't know the chassis numbers like that for Mercedes. Yeah, I mean... To be honest, they're all kind of garbage. I agree with you. <laughs> like, I, in high school, my uh, a good friend of mine, his parents bought a brand new S-Class. In about three years, everything failed. But the first year where everything was working, every like, it was amazing. Just the sheer amount of technology, you know? Yeah. Like, I believe that car had the infrared camera. And it was just amazing to see, to see that in a car. Like, it was mm -hmm. untold, right? Um, yeah, S8s, I think, are just vehicles that are designed to flaunt technology, and then other manufacturers see that, and then they adopt those principles slowly over time. Um, they're, in my opinion, they're uh, kind of garbage cars after a while. That's why it's something you lease. Yeah, they don't have a, a long lifespan. It's why most early 2000s S500s that you see driving on the road, the rear bags have failed, and they're just riding hella low right it looks tight you know if it was all around but it's broken <laughs> you're not fooling anyone <laughs> it's, it's fun you always see them especially with the uh the roads in the bay area you just see them bouncing yeah like yeah. you you know the owner thinks he feels cool like you know he's driving a big body man's but with to the trained eye it's just like oof, that's sad yeah so um, i know we were talking about the curb weight Sorry, the curb weight of the S8 was uh, 5,300. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, 5,300. If you look up the curb weight for the 2021 S500, uh, Google has like, you know, those little blockouts that they do, right? Mm -hmm. It says 4,900 pounds. Underneath it, it says dot, dot, dot. Just kidding. There's more tech yet. <laughs> Wait, what does that even mean? I don't know. So I don't have an actual curb weight here I, I wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if it's like you know tipping that 5300 maybe 53 and a half scale yeah the only the only evidence that it has is motor trends estimation is 47 to 4900 pounds so they don't actually have a weight for it mm. i think that's kind yeah, of yeah but the ridiculous. s500 is it's a hybrid motor it's a three liter six cylinder. Yeah, but it's also, you know, it's also uh, an S five hundred stuff. Yeah, like we we need a we should like focus on the cream of the crop, right? The S six fifty S sixty five AMG. Mm -hmm. Dude, you want to go cream of the crop? We're going Maybach. I'm sorry, Maybach. But the Maybachs are they're not Benzes though. You're right. They're better. They are. Yeah. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Okay, no. The 65. These, these yeah. are excessive. But the S65 is a V12. The 6 liter. 6 V12. liter V12 twin turbo, I believe. 
Yeah. That's actually an interesting question. You remember how AMG announced that all, a lot of their AMG cars are just going to be four liter turbos or four cylinder turbos? Right. What do you think they're going to do with the AMG S Class? I think they're going to start with the four liter turbo, but since they have a bit more real estate, they're going to make it a hybrid to make up for that less uh, lack of power. Arvin oh, froze. Oh. I was thinking fully electric. I don't think they're going to go fully electric. <laughs> I don't no. think so. Is there an is there an electric uh, Mercedes? There might be like a. I mean, the smart car E. Yeah, I don't really count that though, because not really not, Mercedes though. Maybe the A class in Europe. I I don't know. I literally just typed the word maybe instead of typing Mercedes. <laughs> the Mercedes EQ, but it's not even released yet. Wow, yeah. That's a I mean, because the, the only hybrid slash electric car they have is the GLC SUV. It's still a very nice car. Yeah. Um, Hold on, is that the one that I fucking hate? It probably is. Oh, no, I'm okay with the GLCs. I think you dislike the GLA. Mm -hmm. uh no it's a gle it's a gle it's not just a yeah. big suv yeah it looks yeah, gross it looks kind of weird it looks <laughs> gross it's the most ugly thing i've ever seen actually you, the the gle is have there. you guys seen the 2021 mercedes uh gls the maybach one i have a gls Dude, mercedes I know, yeah, is gls so 600 i know uh Maybach was touching the SUVs, although I should have expected it. Well, um, the Maybach touched the GL, like the which is their biggest SUV they offer. Right. Um, and they made that thing really nice. It's a four-seater, full-size SUV, and it's just like driving on a cloud. What four-seater SUV? Yes. So they, wow, what the fuck know, do they do with the rest of the real estate? Um, so with the middle seat, they made it into their standard, you know, fridge slash entertainment center. I see. And, and then uh, two very comfortable seats in the rear. Yeah. I'll share my screen. This Guys, is, just look at this. Yeah. This thing. This thing looks crazy. I saw. I saw one. It looks How nice. How do you feel about that two-tone? How do you feel about that fucking grill, though? That thing's massive. I like that grill better than um other vehicles like bmw's big grill yeah you know that's i was thinking the same thing when i saw the grill i looked at it and it was it reminded me of bmw's but it looks better well it fits the car more it but that's the thing right like when we see those bmw big grills we're only seeing them on sedans what the fuck yeah that's a come on tell me you wouldn't want to sit there dude that's crazy what's the msrp on one of these wayne if you have to ask you can't afford it no, obviously, but I just wanted to know. I don't know. Let's see. If there is any, if there even is an MSRP. Mm. 160? That's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. No, the starting price is 200,000. Oh, but still. I mean, yeah. For a, for a SUV of that quality of luxury. I mean, that's a twin turbo V8, and you know that's going to like. That's a fast car. That's I think it's scary. Gonna move. Yeah. It's going to move.
but it's kind of, I don't know, spending that much. Yeah, you know what? I'm with you, Wayne. If you want a comfortable luxury, let's let's be honest. Uh, wasted space. You want to go with? Oh, I said that wrong. Cut all that. If you want to go with a luxury, comfortable car, you want space, right? That you can use. So you right. want the nine-seater Eurovan. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, dude. 2004 Eurovan nine-seater. Yeah. I think it's tight. Dude. What? D- name another car that has a second set of seats directly behind the driver and passenger facing the wrong direction. I have nothing because I've been to like you know I go to India often or I have used to go to India often. They have some very interesting cars, but nothing like that. Yeah, they got those um, two seats, and then they have directly across them their normal two seats with right. a break in the middle to get to the rear three. So that's one, two, all lay flat. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, and and the rear seats all lay flat, and they make a giant bed. So the you're talking about the four seats that are in the middle. Yeah. And the rear seat. The rear three. They, uh-huh. That lays flat as well. Dude, can you pull up a photo of this? Let me see. I'm having a... I'm, I can visualize it, but I'm having a hard time putting it together. Because that sounds like something we need here yesterday. Because, <laughs> like... The, the biggest slap to the, to the face in like that big man market is the Volkswagen California. You see that? <clears throat> Looks amazing. Look at that. You can go to sleep in there. They sell yeah. these here. Yeah, they do. No, there there was one on the market. Well, what did I click on? <laughs> you clicked okay. on a link. Oh, whoops. My bad. No, just go back. I, yeah. I couldn't get to the back arrow. <laughs> Yeah, this $8, thing is quiet. There's one popped out of the market for like 2,500 bucks back in November. Hey, hey, like last Sammy, year. Not you last year, that, uh, If you scroll down, there's a photo of the middle aisle. I want to see a closer detail of yeah, that one. This one? Yeah. So you're telling me those seats lay flat, connect to those, that, the, the seats on the left-hand side. No, no, no. The, okay. This seat lays flat and connects with the seat, the seat row behind it. Okay. Are those captain chairs? No, those are fixed that way. Oh, I'm pretty sure you can make them, right? No, <laughs> see, no but the, you have a driver's seat and the passenger seat on the other side. Oh, damn it. I, yeah. I, captain's chairs, in I, at least I, from what I understand, in the automotive market are just standalone chairs that are not the front two chairs. Because like, um, a lot of minivans come with captain chairs. But I thought a captain chair was one that swivels. No, no, a captain chair. That's what I thought, too. Swivel. Uh, they're not swiveling. They're singular, like a single seat that is not attached to them, like another seat. A, a lot of, yeah, like minivans, they come with captain chairs in the middle or the Escalade. I see. Yes. Yeah, I um, was unaware of that. Yeah, I do apologize for my useless amount of knowledge. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I, I understood what Wayne said, so I answered his question correctly, but we were both wrong. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> oh, right. when you sent the the link of the the headlights set. Yeah, I remember 
I remember a, a couple podcasts ago we talked about um, headlights that would change um, when a car is coming, so you don't get blinded by them. Right. Um. So the new. Uh, 2021 Audi e-trons, the fully electric SUVs. Crossover. They're coming with the option that, um, it's like a three thousand dollar option. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, just for the headlights, it's like a digital dynamic light. Oh damn! Um, you think they're gonna make a digital dynamic plus? Um, I don't know, but <laughs> they're the the headlights. Basically, our projectors. Um, yeah. So that you can project animations onto a wall. Um, they can also, if you have your high beams up and you're in the mountains and you see a car coming, um, it will basically turn off that section of the light that is towards that car. So the person won't get blinded, but everywhere around it, it'll still be, uh, you'll still be able to see it. Yeah. Basically. Um, I'm really excited for this kind of technology. I think it's super cool. I, I don't necessarily understand that because I think BMW does that with their high beams currently. It, it, it does. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I was uh, driving with my neighbor and he coded in the Eurospec high beam, you know, because yeah. we don't. And um, you could see, like, we were driving with the high beams on and you could see, like, the driver's side had, like, moved. So it wasn't in the eyes of the oncoming car. Mm -hmm. Is it similar to that? It pretty much is, yeah. Something okay. like that, yeah. Um, I, th I think it's super cool. Um, super cool, but I don't think we're going to get it because NHTSA is like hates, hates these sort of things. Uh, we are getting them. It's in really? the buyer guide. Yeah. It's a $3,000 option. Really interesting. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, if, 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 if clearly if they have a way to make it in, work in the US, then. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Because it opens the door for Light a lot basically of ships. Offer something like this. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I wanted, like, I'm interested to know, like, how these headlights are able to detect. Because um, with the BMW headlights, the only reason they don't exist in the US is because they use lasers. And for, mm, yeah. for some weird um, reason, there, there's an arcane <clears throat> law that's like, oh, you can't have lasers facing, you know, other drivers. Yeah. Even though they're like so, invisible lasers. Audi is not using lasers. They're using sensors and radars and cameras. Interesting. Um, and then because light gives off a heat source. Um, so they use cameras. I'm pretty sure like infrared cameras so mm -hmm. that they can detect headlights. Um, yeah. Headlight lights. Yeah. Makes sense. That technology is, I think that's like a loophole. So that they can have that here instead of having lasers like BMW and some other brands out there. Right. Because I, I, the laser technology is the most direct and most effective, in my opinion. Because yeah, um, but yeah, we have, we have stupid <laughs> laws here. We do have no. dumb laws because because that's a lot of feedback to receive, and mm -hmm. at least when, in the car world, right? The more inputs there are, then it just means there's more things go wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um eventually there'll think... be a day where there's a backup in the canvas system and you gotta re reset everything. <laughs> but I think that features already come in. So 
the 3000 option is basically the projector headlights mm-hmm. to project animation. Um, That's a dumb way to spend $3,000. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know fully about what really happens to it. I just found out, like, I don't know, like at five o'clock today. Right. So I would like, imagine. Where I was going imagine. Yeah, I I would imagine that the three thousand dollars is actually all of that technology, because it, I, I mean I think you need to do more reading on that because it, because it's I know so, the twenty twenty one S eights already have that feature. The the projector feature, so I can watch Rick and Morty or the uh, all the no, other things. No, uh, the feature where if an oncoming car is coming, your headlights will dim around that person. Okay, so you're saying they'll, you still have the high beams on, but they move. Yeah. Okay, because um, my friend just bought a, uh, or he's leasing a 2021 Mazda 3, and it has like, it just turns the high beams off entirely, if you have them on. That's actually handy too. Yeah. I would yeah. settle with that. Fuck yeah. That's true, but um, I mean, it is a pleasant thing to have. But at, at the same time, I do like driving with my high beams on at night because it's just not a, there's not it just enough helps. light. Yeah. It just helps. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, I, like, I get mad at people that drive with their high beams on all the time, but I can't really fault them because it, it does really help. So I think yeah. technology like this is amazing. It'll help everyone drive a little bit safer, which is yeah, great. I don't have high beams. That's your fault. <laughs> you have high beams. You definitely have high beams. You just, um, they're broken. No, you remember he yes. switched headlights with the hal- with, with the the other ones? Uh, the projector, the OEM projectors? Right. And you yeah. had to buy a, a adapter harness? Uh-huh. His high beams don't work. <sighs> That's... <laughs> yeah. Look, all you need is low beams to, to, to not get a ticket. So you're good. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's bright enough anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I, I agree which is actually i know i think that's funny because uh, my car has a xenon projectors right i have the same thing yeah yeah but in my car my headlights are so dim i can barely see at night it's weird i don't know i don't know if it's the actual it's probably the actual uh, hid that's in there yeah i, I think or it could just be your housing that's just dirty my housing is definitely dirty that's but <clears throat> It's it's to a level where it's just like a street lamp would do more to illuminate wow. the area around me. That sucks. God damn. Yeah. Um, it's because it, like get that uh, check. Uh, yeah, I definitely do. But they're so expensive to replace, so it's just like, uh, you know what? I don't really drive at night, so it's good. Yeah. Um, funny story. I was uh, you know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I drove up to Tahoe, and I couldn't see because my headlights weren't very bright. Yeah, it's hilarious. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Well, like, I couldn't see, right? There's a snowstorm I'm driving through, and I just like, okay, yeah, if I die, I die. And, uh, uh no. Is, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that, but, you know, that's a story for later. But I turned on my high beams, and my high beams work wonderfully. But the thing is, like, if you're driving through, like, fog or you're driving through a sto- snowstorm, all you do is distort your vision when you have high beams on. Yeah, you just reflect it right back at yourself. Yeah. Like, I, I um, 
when we were in the thick of it. <clears throat> is that what you did to yourself? Uh, temporarily, yeah. We were like, we were driving through like the thick of the storm, and I turned on my high beam, and I, I felt like Han Solo going through like hyperspace. <laughs> um, but thankfully, you know, I had some friend like uh, friends who lived in uh, states that had a lot of winter, um, so they were able to talk me through the whole ordeal. So uh, and so we were safe, and you know. I'm here now, and my car's not off the side of Tahoe. Nice. Well, that's good. That's always good, right? Mm -hmm. Very. Yes. Um, well, now that we're kind of done talking about uh, executive sedans, which clearly we stayed on topic, um, <laughs> do you... How, how was your guys' this week? Went by pretty fast. I mean, I, all my weeks like, always go so fast. It didn't start off fast and get slow at the end, or gets or start off slow and get fast at the end. Nope. <laughs> Arvin, how's your week? I had for so for the most of the week, it was pretty uneventful, right? But uh, today, or I should say last night, uh, things really took a turn for the worse. Um, Sammy, our manager, and a couple of others, Aaron, namely, we. Uh, we, we had a discussion at Lent at this, but um, so last night, I don't know what happened, but uh, I cut the skin on my ball sack very he skin, badly. He skinned his balls. It, it, no, it was there was still a flap attached, so it wasn't a full skin. I, I would say a half skin. No, well, okay, but you remember what, when you would skin your knees as a kid? Right, it would peel. It would peel off a couple layers of skin, but not like a full layer. Like it wouldn't just be an open gash, right? You're right. Would am I correct in saying that's what happened to your sack? Yes. All right. Uh, you, uh, you skinned your sack. <laughs> I skinned my sack. There was a nice little flap hanging out. So uh, this morning when I woke up, my my friends felt a little swollen. That was very alarming. I thought for a second your friends felt it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That, I'm that, just gonna... That's what I was waiting. I was like, like please don't say that. Please don't say. Thankfully, no friends were involved. But just to, you know, not use graphic language because it could go very e easily that way. Like they felt a little swollen and I was a little, I was in some discomfort. And so uh, usually when I wake up, I, you know, I lie in bed and just like think about life and do I really need to go to work? And every day the answer is the same. It's like, yes, I need to go to work. So, um, and after that, I go to the bathroom. And so uh, I go to the bathroom, right? I, I, you know, drop trowel, right? And I just glance at the kids at my off room. to work? School. Yes. Got to drip. Yeah, exactly. The, the night crew needs to leave. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, you know, I assume the position and I just like glance down at my underwear and it is red and brown. Okay. God. That is not what I wanted to hear. I just want to clarify. The brown was your skin, yes? No, the brown was dried blood. Okay. Oh, that, uh, was, better. that was still better than what the other thing I could have been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so now I'm in a panic, right? I'm like, what the hell happened to me? And I already had, like, you know, that premonition is like, oh, my... Uh, my buddies are like, you know, hurting. Let me go check them. So I'm like frantically looking, in inspecting, if you will. And uh, 
I, I find like this flap, but in that inspection process, I whatever blood clotting, clotting had happened, I had unclotted. And then it was just like, it was pouring. And at that point, I texted my manager and I was like, hey, yeah, I'm not going to be coming at the right time to work. I'm going to I'm going to be a little late. Thankfully, I came to work like 10 minutes late. Um, that, but that's neither here or there. I was able to stop it. But yeah, I, I don't really understand how it happened. Um, at lunch, we kind of talked about what could have happened. The one theory I did accept that makes the, made the most like logical sense to me was that I just scratched myself because I hadn't cut my nails in a week. And in my sleep, Jesus I just like, scratched. Yeah. Um, and the worst part is it's not very big. I would say it's about this big. Dude, are that's, you having nightmares or something? First of all, that's big in that region. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that region is only like this small. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking oh, about? Fine, fine. Like, like this big. Yeah. I'm right. and Any like... amount in that region is big. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. No one wants any damage there. But in the in the grand like you know scheme of things, we've all like you know nicked ourselves. And actually, no, yeah, that was the biggest nick I've had. So I take that back yeah uh, so the whole day today i was in pain like i could barely walk because every time i would move um it would my friends would move too and it would just cause unnecessary pain so like all day today i was just shuffling and we had a meeting and i was sitting on the most uncomfortable chair because i came last in the meeting and the entire time there was just undue pressure and i just need like it felt like i threw up i like, needed to throw up like you know when you k get kicked in the balls yeah you're just in so much pain you just need to throw up yeah and it's not the pain but there's a weird discomfort where you your stomach just is like unsettled mm -hmm. your eye starts watering yeah i was i was you almost get that crying. feeling at the back of your tongue you're just like <laughs> oh god i can feel it now i don't like it yeah you know that was me all day today and right now still um so yeah and sammy and uh our manager travis had the bright idea of putting a band-aid on it first of all it is a good idea it just may not have worked for your application yeah and uh so <laughs> like I, I took it like i took that at uh you know advice and uh i went to the bathroom and i tried applying a band-aid uh, but before I put the band-aid, I put like the triple antibiotic we have available to us at work. Just kind of like make sure things were clean. But the band-aid wouldn't stick. And thankfully, the uh, the briefs I was wearing was a little bit more compact. <clears throat> you just got to use some duct tape and just wrap it around, you know. Dude, why didn't we think of saran wrap? Oh, my God. We have that <laughs> readily available. I think that would cause more problems. Mm, maybe down the line, but that's future Arvin's problem. Yeah, exactly. Worry about it later. You gotta worry about what happens right now. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, that was the summation of my week. <laughs> Monday to Thursday, boring. Whatever. Small altercations here and there. But um, yeah. Yeah, today was just a shit show. I I I didn't I I don't want to talk too much in length about Arvin's uh private problem that he's having right now. Because <laughs> we we had a very like so I took an hour lunch today, which is quite rare for me nowadays but i took an hour lunch specifically because we had an hour-long conversation about harvin's buddies which is the best <laughs> it's the best thing that's happened to his, his new development to his situation is that he calls them buddies now and that's hilarious i love it this is gonna be the new title of this episode <laughs> <Arvin's> buddies. 
Arvin and his buddies. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about it because it it was already too much out at lunch. So. <laughs> you think it was too much at lunch, dude? The second that conversation started, I was just like, ah, oh, dick. And, and yeah. the thing is, I didn't even start it. Yeah, well, you know, you were there, so. <laughs> No, but what I will say is watching you walk around all day just kind of shuffling was one of the funniest things I have seen at work in a long time. Yeah, we didn't take a photo of it. I could tell you were not comfortable and you just like barely picked your feet off the ground and you wouldn't bend your legs. You just like sway your body back and forth. It was hilarious. I'm glad you I'm glad like just like hearing that makes me feel better uh, at least you know if you enjoyed it that's that's good um, yeah, I mean it wasn't pleasant but like um, Travis mentioned I'm happy I came to work you know it feels good to be roasted and like just know like you know I'm in good company because okay. I I would have just like skewed on that all day today well the good thing is it's the weekend so you really don't have to do anything you just sit there and let yourself heal and you'll mm-hmm. be tip top by Monday that is true. Yep. Um, but yeah, my week was okay. <laughs> it's okay, huh? Yeah, just working on the type three again. I um, I, bought- I saw you um, working with some flat stock. Was that for your uh, the false bottom for your fuel tank area? Sort of. Yeah. It, I mean, not sort of. Yes, it definitely was. <laughs> Yeah, so I I've been struggling to find a uh, uh, sheet that fits it in in the short amount of time that I needed it, because uh, in a couple of hours now it's gonna rain, um, which I doubt it's probably just gonna sprinkle, but uh, it was forecasted. Yeah, it was forecasted to rain on Saturday earlier mm-hmm. in the week, and uh, last weekend we push the car out into the driveway so we can clean the garage. <clears throat> it's Damn. it's It doesn't like moving very much right now, so it's quite hard to push uphill into the garage, so that thing was fucking staying there. And then I figured out it was going to rain. <laughs> so I was like, there's no way we're going to push this in. It's just me and my dad here. And the last time we pushed it in, Aaron was here, and we got a running start <laughs> to go up the driveway. We barely got it in. So I was like... I'll get this gas tank in. I'll put some gas in it. I'll get it started and I'll try my best to drive it in. So then mm-hmm. began the week long rush to get the gas tank mounted because the straps that hold the gas tank down don't line up with the original gas tank holes. So I needed to create bars that go across for it to mount to. Then I can mount those bars to the car. Right. So I got the bars made as quick as I could. I bought one bar and cut it to length on, I want to say Monday. And then Tuesday, I go to my girlfriend, so I couldn't do anything. Wednesday, um, I found out that it wasn't short enough, so I had to cut some more off. And I bought a second bar because there's two holes. I mean, there's, there's four holes, so I needed two bars. And uh, my drill press sucks cock, so I had to take it to work and use the drill press there. Nice. And finally got everything mounted today. And the fucking bolts catch on the edge of the fucking body. <laughs> so 
So I got to re-drill the holes on one side to get it to fit a little bit better. Um, although I actually think I could just take some material off of one bar and get it to fit. But that's basically how my week spent. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I was just doing that. And uh, I'm not able to drive the car and it's still sitting in the driveway. So I'm just going to let it fucking soak with water if it rains. But also it turns out I checked the weather today. It's not going to rain tomorrow anymore. It's just going to rain once at 12 o'clock and that's it. So I will. Well, it, when, I, when I searched it just now, it said 50%. Boom. Done. See, I rushed for no fucking reason. Waste of hey, my but time. It's got it done though, right? No, I could have got it done to the point where none of the fucking bolts were interfering. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking rushed it, and now I end up where I am. <laughs> whatever. Hey, man, whatever works, right? It works now. Yeah, so that's that's how my week went, and I I fucking mounted it backwards when I put it in the car. So now I gotta take it all apart again and mount it the right way. So that's super fun. But that's neither here nor there. Um. But uh, to wrap this up, I got a couple of things. Um, since we're in the last, I think, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I don't know if you remember, guys, last week I mentioned that I had a couple cars I wanted to take a look at. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, see you guys' opinions on them. Or um, just kind of, you know, random cars. Two of them are very much my style. And... Um, Two of them are kind of obscure, which Wayne, I'm not sure. Arvin might know one of them. Wayne, I'm not sure you're going to know either of them. I don't think I do. So uh, I'm going to share my screen here, and we'll start with the first one. Um, hold on, let me get a little prepared. All right. So this is just something that I find hard as fuck, and I, I thought it's cool, but it, the body style is a little weird. Not a lot of people like them. Is that this a, is, uh, I think it's tucking. Is that a Quattro? No, so this is a Volkswagen Voyage. Holy. Brazilian Volkswagen. Um, Rubber band tires? Yeah, right? And and yes, that is static, which is crazy. Jesus Christ. How does he um, turn? Right there. You saw him? He turned. <laughs> he has no lock to lock. Yeah, but, but he can't do like a full turn, can he? No, I don't think he can. But uh, that sucks. That yeah, the, these Brazilian guys really do not give a shit when it comes to their show cars. They build them crazy. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong; here. it looks tight. What what year is that? This is uh '80s, I think, late '80s. Okay. It's it's based on the Volkswagen Gol, which I don't know if you guys know. G O L. It's a Brazilian market-only Volkswagen, smaller than the GTI, but bigger than the Polo, I believe. And this is the sedan or the uh, notchback version. It's called a Voyage. I think they were sold in the UK as the Fox. So Foxes were also sold here. Um, They're not exactly the same. They're slightly different, but same general idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really do like that. Yeah. It's super boxy. I love the style of it. It's I that, love boxy cars. Like, yeah, it's that. I think the only thing that would make this car better is either knowing that it would be all-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive. But the fact that it's front-wheel drive does kind of take a little bit away from it. But the interesting thing about these cars, um, Arvin, I don't know if you know this, but um, 
look of a Volkswagen Fox here real quick. Yeah, and then after that, I want to look at the uh, static images. Yeah, so um, we'll look at here. This is a front-wheel drive Volkswagen Fox. No. Yeah. That's a longitudinal, longitudinal engine. Yeah. So Volkswagen went through this weird phase with some of their um, Brazilian market cars where their 1.8 liters were longitudinally mounted, but still front wheel drive. Kind of like a B5 Passat. Yes. And uh, it's super weird. You don't find them in any of their other cars, but it was just normal for that. Super interesting. I think I think it's like one of the coolest things about Volkswagens. It's very cool. And if someone wanted to take the time and effort it would not take much to make that rear wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, or even all wheel drive. Yeah. Cuz I mean half the half the trouble is getting the motor to mount the other way. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could you could still do it with a transverse. Um yeah. But no, that is amazing. I I want to see some um static photos of that car you showed us. Sure. Uh let's see here. Um got this bad boy. That is very, I love those uh, rally fog lights. Yeah. This car's yeah. super cool. Really, really interesting. Really interesting build. Um, I honestly don't even know how I found this guy. He just kind of popped up. So you notice it's got a 2000 badge. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's because Audi or Volkswagen marketed it as a 2000 down there, but it's definitely a, a voyage. <laughs> But it does kind of have that kind of Audi 90 feel to it in terms of styling. Right, that very nice box look. Very cool. Yeah. So we'll go from this to uh, another boxy car that I found on Instagram. This bad boy. Ooh. This is a Honda EF sedan. Nice. I, I mean, I respect the build. But it's not for me. So there's a couple things I like about this car. There's a couple things I don't like. Uh, one, I don't. I like the ride height. Obviously, I don't care for the wheel choice or the camber mm -hmm. that's in the rear. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, the mirrors—they really stood out to me when I first saw this. Yes, mirrors are kind of weird. The fold-up mirrors. Uh huh. I get that it's like a flex to have a fold-up mirror on like a '80s car, but. It doesn't fit the car. It doesn't. The, which is what... the fender flares is what caught my eye. Um, yeah. Can we go to the owner's profile? Uh, yes. It's, yes, because I want to see some more angles on this. So in, it, interesting you say that. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I Dude, like thumb low. I like the wheels. I don't like the ride height, but you know, personal preferences. Right. Yeah. So, um, if it were just a tad bit higher and you know square camber all around, for me that would do it. I oh, agree. Dude. That would actually look really good as well. Oh, dude, with Merkmeisters on a on a square setup. By square, yeah. I mean like use your camber all around. Yeah. Maybe light camber front and back. Yeah. That's no. I, I, the more I look at this, at least for the wheel size that he wants to run, the fact mm -hmm. that the front wheels are so sunken in so that mm -hmm. he can actually drive doesn't look that good. Yes. Um, Love the color. Love that it's mm -hmm. a four-door Civic. You said it was an EF? I believe so. Yes. Um, I love the, the addition of the third brake light. Third brake light is very unique. 
I do like the fold up mirrors. I think it's it's a daring play that you don't see. Oh, yes. Are those factory fenders though? They seem I to be like they might out. be widened a little bit. I, if there's anything, they're widened or um, uh, rolled and then like welded and cleaned up. Maybe fiberglass. That car, I don't know if those are actual works, but <laughs> no pun intended, but it does work. Yeah, I don't, I don't think those are actual works, but I think Arvin's right. I think those are just kind of rolled. It just kind of flared out a little bit. Um, uh, I like him when he's on his VBSs. A lot I more. The, I think the BBSs take away from the car. Um, if not that photo, but uh, the top left photo. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good looking car. Um, I have one really big issue with this car, and I I say it's a really big issue. I still love this car. I think it looks really good, but the one thing that I don't like about it, and I it keeps catching my eye. Is this wing? Oh, I didn't know that was a video. Uh, well, I guess this picture shows it the best up here. This picture. This is a very boxy car. Putting a ducktail wing that kind of curves doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Oh, Arvin muted himself. I think it will look nice without the wing. Um, I actually it would just know, give the it because you know because it, it's already boxy, and then if you just made it boxy and kept the flares, then it'll look nice. Um, but yeah, the thing is, that I actually really agree with you. Um, yeah, I think that this wing. Actually I feel like he's trying to make a boxy car, car not boxy, but it actually looks nice when it's boxy. Yeah, I think this. I think this wing makes this car. I think that if uh, this car actually had a boxy wing, it wouldn't look as good. Yeah, but I don't know how I feel. Look at this. This this looks exactly like a '96 Corolla. This right here. <laughs> yeah, because like, because on, on some angles, I'm on his Instagram as well. Some angles make it look like there isn't a wing. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like the point of a wing is to make it to make people know that it has a wing, you know. Um, even even it, it, it looks, it just looks. I don't know. It it doesn't really match the car because the car already looks. The car overall, like ninety, like ninety nine percent of the car is all boxy. You know, the front end. Yeah. You like decide everything and then you add something that's not boxy to the car to the rear and it's like a subtle not boxy feeling yeah you know i i it's i didn't like it the first time i saw it but i i looked back on this picture many times because this is the first car i had in this collection of, of vehicles that i want to show you mm -hmm. and the more i looked back at it the more i liked it um but there's another thing i noticed I haven't seen any interior pictures, but you see this little sunshade on his rear window. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love cars with sunshades yeah. on the rear window. I think it's super cool. There, there is one photo that he has. Um, it's go up right there. Stop, middle to the left. 
Bottom left. Yeah. That one. This one? Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. You can see a little bit more of the inside, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I feel like with seats. So with seats, I there there are a couple of brands out there like Sparco, Ricardo's, um, Pride Seats. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty picky about seats when it comes to cars. Um, specifically, like what name? Like Ricardo's. I feel like match European cars more, and Pride Seats match. Uh, JDM cars more. Um, Sparco. I don't know. I would say. I honestly don't know. I feel like Sparco's got a, got a good, good grab in JDM, but it's also a little bit offhand. I feel like the equivalent for Sparco in my eyes would be OMP for uh, yeah. for Euro cars. But yeah. I get what you're saying. So um, he's got Sparco's in there, right? Yeah. But I, I mean, it, it's not that I'm hating on on the fact that he has Sparkos. I mean, it 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 matches the car, and I like it. Um, yeah, I wish I wish Ed was here because Ed's really into Hondas, and he'll be able to give us a little bit more of a detailed description of what we're looking mm -hmm. at here. But I'm um, I'm a little but... bit I like I like to be critical about seats, but I don't care about the brand. I more care about the design of the seats. Mm. Um, well, like seats like this. I don't know that I would really find it. I would. I, I don't think that would be the seat I would choose to put in this car. Yeah. But it works. It, mm -hmm. Nonetheless, it works, right? Yeah. So I think it's. I think it's pretty good. Overall, I think this car is car is really cool. Um, although I think I might agree with Arvin at this point. The ride height needs to be a little bit higher. Um, yeah. I mean, there's but... nothing about what he posts that says it's static, so it could be aired or back. Yeah. And, and there's nothing bad about his build because everyone's build is different and you got to respect the build. Um, yeah. But everyone has their own opinions about everything. Yeah, of course. Um, but it looks clean. I yeah. like it a lot. But it just it wouldn't be for me. Um, Ed will probably love it. But I would I would buy this car from him. Um, I, I will really buy his E36. You see, you see this... Uh, you see this picture I'm looking at here? Mm-hmm. You know my favorite part about this picture? You can see his red drum brakes in the rear. Yeah. <laughs> well, are they so they're so they're drum brakes that are drilled with holes to make it look like rotors. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> oh man. What are those? You see it, right? I think I think it's a cover. Um yeah, that might be a cover. Mm hmm Yeah. But I, I, I love... It's got like I a fake, the... fake caliper on there, too. It's like darker red. That's I think it's at the end. I think it's like behind. So it has yeah. the... Yeah. You know, like like a like a spacer type of thing. But... That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love... I love the molded wide body, if it is. Um, okay, um... I just saw what you guys zoomed in on before you zoomed out. I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, have... those, those brakes are a little funky. I'll... But I mean, no build is exactly perfect, right? <laughs> I mean, there are some perfect builds. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I was but to he, likes it, he likes it, you know? 
Yeah, but like, dude, here, like, my thought, my thought process, right? If you have drum breaks, own it. Like, you're not fooling anyone, right? No one has red rotors. That's just, if you're in the car community and you're stunning this hard, people will know that. Um, just own it. And yeah, I, like, I, I like. So I, I'm not gonna say I like. But I understand why people would want to paint their drums. But mm -hmm. to go as far as putting a hole, like fake holes, so you have looks like you have drilled rotors, that's too far for me. Yes. Um. Uh, I don't know if you know, like, can remember because it's been so long. But you know how, like, um, when you fly on a commercial plane, right? The uh, the engines have little like little designs. Oh God. Okay. So, um, like, do you, do you know what I'm saying? yeah like on the uh on the engines there's like a little design graphic mm -hmm. he could have done that that would have been really cool to see but putting fake mentals that's major points off oh did everyone leave what's up guys since it's just me and you um man what do you guys think about arvin cutting his ball sack it's kind of fucking weird huh <sighs> Yeah, he probably scratched himself too much. That's fucking amateur move, dude. Come on. How do you do that? Come on, Arvin. Anyway. Um, so I'm doing well, in case you guys are wondering. You know, just being busy. I wonder how long it's going to take them to come back. It doesn't take me long to go to the bathroom, but I don't know how close their bathrooms are. Mine's right there. All right, Arvin. Wayne sent us a video in chat. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit, a little snippet of his interior. I like that. I like it. It's bold. There's his trunk set up there. I like it. If this, this is not a daily driver. No, uh, this is clearly a show car. He's got trophies on the trunk. I mean, this. Know. If he had real works. <laughs> you and, know, actually, I'm. I was just mentioning the way, and I, I side with you a lot more now. I think I, those BVSs look a lot better on this car. Yeah. I think they take away from it. I think, but I mean, they could just be real works without anything on it. No, I'll um, tell you what this is. Those are almost definitely fake works. First of all, second of all, those BVSs maybe a little bit more on the real side, but those are probably a show wheels because the fitment's a lot better. Right. Yeah. So he, when he wants to drive the car, he probably has it on these these works. Yes. Um, if these works were, because they don't look like three piece works, the bolt count seems a little off. Yeah, it does. It could they could yeah. be two piece though. They're four by one hundred, and um, those were made a lot in two piece for four by one hundred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two. Because his piece, his his work wheels are tucking a lot more, and his BBS wheels, if you look from photos, they're they're on the lip or uh, do you mind finding a bbs wheel real quick uh photo with the bbs wheel yeah sure uh yeah. Give me if you go uh, onto his page yeah. uh, just click his uh, username uh, on this video You're right. <laughs> yeah all the way his the e36 is amazing mm -hmm. yep that's the one as a show car a car that does not move that is the works do uh, sorry no, the bbs's do work oh, really well beautiful i, I would like in, my perfect 
adaptation of this card would be LMs. Okay. That's small though. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because it it the body otherwise is a little drab. The color is very grabbing. I think the having LMs right that diamond spoke design would really just make it pop. Yeah. Potentially, potentially in a different color, but I haven't thought that far yet. But with in the current setup, there, how this car sits as a show car and not like a car you want to drive, I think this is really good looking. So, Wayne, mm, I don't like it. Uh, you I just right. I just clicked on a video of him showing his wheels and the side of the car. Um, he has, uh, he shows his wheels. They look amazing. Um, and then he pans to the side of his car and then to the rear and then to the exhaust. Um, he has acroprovic exhaust tips. Um, I don't know if acroprovic ever made exhaust or they make plenty of exhaust. Um, Sammy, that bottom right photo, or now it's your top right photo, where it's the rear quarter of the car, you've passed it uh, underneath the speakers, the trunk open photo. Yes, that oh. one. No, the one below it. Oh. Looks like a Corolla, works. Right? It looks like a Corolla, but... um. <laughs> I kind of see where Rain's coming from. You see, the thing is, this is an unedited photo. This is a raw picture of the car, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's got a little bit of a filter on it, but it didn't. he didn't edit out any of the blemishes. It's not a beauty picture. Right. So you get to see the, what the car really is like. And it is kind of just a run of the day EF, right? You can see one of these anywhere you go. But right. I kind of like his style. It's clean. The body is straight. This guy did take the attention to detail yeah. to the next level. And, I mean, he's in Turkey. I don't know how many dudes in Turkey are doing this with an EF. So more power to him. I really like his interior, actually. Because I feel like it meshes that early 2000s big sound quality and, and speakers and everything and just robust interiors with today's kind of style of cars. I think it mm -hmm. really works. Um, he took the, the time to like mold the speakers to his doors and like it's just those really small things that make it look very good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, overall, the car looks car looks amazing um but so i got one more car yes. for you guys the problem is the tab is being blocked by my fucking share screen thing so i'm gonna stop sharing my screen for a second and pull it up um i feel like arvin you might you might recognize this car um i don't know if you you guys were into concept cars when you were younger i was huge into concept cars I like concept cars, but they're all outlandish. So this one's from Ford. Um, there you go. It's called the Ford Indigo. Um, <clears throat> I like it. No, it's it's kind of like Indigo. No. This is from the 90s. Uh, Arvin, do you remember this car when, when it came out? No, and I if I did, I blocked it out of my memory. So I believe they actually made a functioning one of these. Um, Are you sure you're not thinking about the GT90 or whatever it was called? No, I am sure. Um, this car was very big in my childhood because I don't remember if it was in Need for Speed or 
The one in Need for Speed was Astra? definitely the GT9. No, no, no. There was multiple Need for Speeds, first of all. Get your shit straight, all right? The most it's important about... one. What? The most important one growing Force up was Unleashed. Need for Speed 2. <laughs> so this this was definitely featured in a game. I don't remember if it was Gran Turismo or Need for Speed. But regardless, um, that's what kind of took me took my attention is how, how outlandish this car looks. Uh, I'll just flip through some of the pictures here. Um, yes, the front end looks fucking stupid. Um, but I believe the idea behind it was to build an open style um, or an open race car style, open wheel car style car, I guess. I don't know. Those are weird, hard, weird sentences together. A two-seat open wheeler. Yeah, Boom, open there wheel. you go. Yeah. So uh, considering that there is a man driving this, uh, I feel like they made a working one. <laughs> they made, well, they made the, like the, the promo car. Um, it packs a 435 horsepower mid-mounted V12 engine made by two Durax V6 motors. Durax. Durax is, is a Conda brand. Oops. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was uh, this was kind of like my childhood. Um, this and the Ford GT90, Marvin, so you don't get your panties in a bunch. I love that one as well. Um, yeah. These two Ford's con- Ford concept cars were like the epitome of concept car to me when I was growing up. Um, but yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think about this thing? I'll be honest, Sammy, this car does nothing for me. This, for me, I look at this car and I think Ford was just trying to make a, pr- a Plymouth Prowler. Well, it's from around that area, so yeah. Yeah, they were trying to make a Plymouth Prowler, but make it unique, and they failed horribly. I nothing about this car makes me feel good. So, um, so Ford made it was never in production, but Ford <laughs> made three of the bodies. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and they were built by um, Renard Motorsports, and there was only one that's functional, and the other two are just uh, two show shells with no powertrain. Um. Yeah, and they're they're sold. Um, I have this book called Concept Cars. <laughs> right, uh-huh. every page of this book invokes some sort of emotion in me. Uh huh. I, I like I love reading this thing. That car is not in this book. Let me ask you this: Is the Ford Mach One in that car in that book? I don't remember it. I'd have to go through it. Um, Let me show you a picture. To jog your memory. This book actually has a very. Wait, it's not the Mach One. What am I thinking of? The Mach Five? Dude, I don't even remember what I'm thinking of now at this point. Anyway, I'll show you a car in this book that invokes emotion, and it will invoke emotion in you far more than that car ever will. No, I doubt it. I'll tell you why. I, okay, I, I get nostalgia is one thing, right? But when you're presented with stuff like this... Well, I get it. I get it. But the 90s was a crazy time for American cars and concept cars, right? I feel like this car, the picture that I'm looking at right now, that's just a poster. If I had the ability 
to go back in time and be a child again, yes, this car would do amazing thing things to me. That's all. That, I think that's all that this car invokes in me is that it's just a crazy ass poster car. Yeah, but like unfortunately, I this is the first time I've seen this car. With my rational mindset, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, like that like, front that front bumper with like the headlights. A shark with a fucking smile. Like I don't know. Why does it have scissor doors? It doesn't even need doors. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But and why does it have like why does the front end have that weird fucking? It's not even a splitter because it's mounted so high. It's just a weird, almost impact bumper kind of thing. No, that's definitely a government mandated bumper, and it's also <laughs> it's also used to get the headlights to the minimum height. Yeah. Okay, I will say this: if this car did not have that, oh god, awful spoiler or whatever you want to call it in the front, it would be very good looking. I think it's. I still think it's a cool car. I like the wheels. I like the rear half of the car. I like the scissor drawers. But I have to look at that cancerous tumor in the front. <laughs> and I have to accept that it is part of the vehicle. Yeah. And, and it just, just ruins the whole thing for me. No, I, I I get it. I absolutely do. Right. Like, if you, if you go to a bar, right? And... Oh, here we go. This is going to be good. You go to the bar, right? You want to have a fun night with you all. And your your beer, beer goggles are pretty strong, and you're, you're talking to somebody, right? And then bring them over. The morning after, they have a like a seven head, not a four head, not a five head. They have a seven head. It's gonna, it's gonna, like you know, give some distaste. You're not gonna enjoy it. And I, the 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 parallel I'm trying to draw here is like when you're a kid love these sort of outlandish things you know it's very exciting i can put myself in that mindset thankfully and i can see how like if i were a child this would be like the bee's knees but but bringing myself to present times or sobriety it's nothing like and the more i look at this car the, the less i want to enjoy it because Let's go on the rear half. There's a lot of body panel that is just kind of like a solid radius, right? Just that? Yeah, it's just thick. (laughs) You can bring that closer to the wheel, make it more exaggerated, make it really sexy, if you will. But it it just kind of looks like the outside of a trampoline. And Sammy, like I respect everything like i respect everything you think right but this this isn't doing it for me fam and i don't want to be super critical of it but i just that's fine it doesn't it doesn't affect me at all i still like it but (laughs) what what i think is interesting is concept cars just don't exist anymore like in this in this nature yeah you're right and i think that it's i mean it's a shame i mean it was just kind of exciting to see what any car maker think like what the craziest thing they could think of right I, you, know, you knew that they weren't going to make it and they knew they weren't going to make it but they were just trying to show off and i kind of missed that era 
I feel like it's something that Hot Wheels will make. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. (laughs) I I, I can totally imagine Hot Wheels making one of these like that. Yeah. Just selling them. I can think of two concept cars within the past 10, 15 years that were actually concept cars because I think that's the time frame they died. Um, The more recent one, the uh, Super Mark V, what it was supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. And the one that really last one I think I really loved was the BMW Gina concept I don't think I know that one uh, please pull that up whoever's uh, screen sharing the Gina? 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 like G-I-N-A? G-I-N-A? yeah mm. oh I see I remember this one I because concept cars are more than just like that still design right it's the idea they embody right and that's the thing right like just throw the most outlandish thing out there and what i loved about this car is just like that fabric like exoskeleton even though it's metal right mm-hmm. you could see it move and contort in real time like those folds in the skin right I, when i was so this i saw this when i was in high school maybe like ninth or tenth grade and it was just so thought about being as like BMW is trying to make a car that's bridging the gap between like physical, sorry, um, mechanical and like, you know, physical, like human. Um, I don't know what your thoughts were on this car, but this, this was just something that I, I think this is the last great concept car. I think it, it was interesting. I remember seeing this when I was younger. I thought it was interesting. I didn't like it then either. But I think that's because of the fact that it's got that, you know, unique like metal bending. I, I, I didn't like that all that much. Right. Um, Wayne sent me this concept yeah, car. Yeah. Um, this, oh, this God. Is, <laughs> that was worse than I expected. What does that remind you of? This is ugly and boring. It reminds me of something that belongs on like space. It like, reminds me of that dog that um, was it Boston Dyna- Dynamics made. It reminds me of the Halo truck. Really? This is not. <laughs> Hold even on. The, <laughs> Let me pull this up side by side. Even the Warthog more had more charisma than that. Holy slow. Where'd it go? There it is. <laughs> no. Struggling through. Well, I don't know why it's not minimizing the page. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got the full page. Fuck it. I'm gonna... right, go, go Hello. There you go. Yeah. Go back to Wayne's thing. There. You got both of them there. I don't yeah, see I mean... both of them. Oh, I think I'm lagging. Oh, uh, no, you're not. I don't know why. Hold on. Wait a minute. Does it not look like it? No. No. What that? That. Can you see it now? Yeah, okay, I can see both. Yeah. I guess I can see some kind of resemblance, but... The front quarter? The front quarter, yes. Maybe going back to the windshield. Say front and rear quarters, I can see. Well, there's nothing I see where much. you're coming from, Wayne. I do. 
but I disagree. It looks like that Boston Dynamic dog. That's just a fact. <laughs> Let me share something. All right. <laughs> the the Audi concept needs a, you know. You see this? <laughs> this is what I picture, because I I've always played the old school, Halos. So this is what I pictured. <laughs> I guess I can see it a little bit more now, <laughs> but uh, I, want, I don't want I, you to be right. <laughs> I, I want this to is, argue. Like when I said that they look very similar, this is what I pictured. <laughs> like very, very low quality. <laughs> I, I want to argue so against this and I will. <laughs> Spit um, it. Let's hear it. The Halo Warthog is a useful vehicle, <laughs> right? <laughs> it might be limited to three, you know, occupants. Whereas that, well, they had the Audi. troop transport. You were able to have six people in the back. That's it. I don't remember that. Oof. Yeah, it was a Halo Three thing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to Google that right now. That Audi garbage you sent. <laughs> First of all. That's a vehicle that needs to be used on the moon or some alien planet, right? Where there's rough terrain. The, the Audi garbage you sent does not have a turret to deter That's true. Enemies. It's missing the main function. Right? I mean, you can always add that on later, dude. Come Although on. civilian Warthogs, while they still weren't four doors, they did not have no turret. Yeah, but they're still open concept, you know? Yeah, that's You could true. enjoy the airs of whatever planet you were stuck on. And also, if you're a civilian using a Warthog, your lifespan wasn't long, so you're not relevant. No, they actually did. All right. Well, I don't want to get too far into Halo lore before I bring up the next <laughs> thing I have, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up this episode because uh, we've gone over time, but... No, 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 no. I, just just tease us. I want to I wanna see if you can start this and continue later. The, no, I won't be able to because it's really short. Um, there's a new Halo coming out, so they're starting uh, promotions like the... Uh, like they had the Mountain Dew gamer fuel kind of shit with Halo 3 that came out. Mm -hmm. So Pringles came out with a new flavor um, specifically for a Halo. Is it Flood flavored? No, it's Moa flavored, which is a really obscure reference if you didn't play Halo Reach. Which Halo Reach came out in 2010, in case you're wondering, and Moas didn't exist in any other game. So I don't know why they're bringing that back, but it's Moa burger flavor. Okay, um... What is a MOA? And it's a flightless gonna... bird, kind of like an ostrich. And it was, it was uh, native to the planet Reach in Halo. I'm yeah. such a fucking nerd right now. But no, no, no. welcome yeah. to how I feel most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't exist outside of uh, Planet Reach, and uh, it was a popular delicacy on that planet. Um, Do you have the flavor profile of you know what a MOA is supposed to taste like? Uh, let me see what it says in the article. Because I'm fully expecting you to buy these for us so we can taste them. Dude, I'm fucking down. Um, and you're not a hail fan if you aren't, so. I have no flavor profile. Do you like? <laughs> you definitely do. No, it, it, do... not in this article. Do you like backtrack on what Arvin said earlier about concept cars like the Mark V Supra? Um, it's called the FT1, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Tell me, guys, let's. The FT1, 
I don't know about you guys, but I wanted that. No, it looked a lot better no. than what we got. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at pictures right now and like, dude, that thing is like let me just show you. Yeah, bring it up on the screen. Look at that. Yeah. That's a that's a good looking car. Um and you have the Mark V next to it, right? Yeah. I mean, the Mark V isn't bad looking. Like it's not, it's not far terrible. Off too. But, but the ft1 just looks so much nicer with the lines with the hood yeah and um, if I the side vents FT1 and the mirror it's it, bigger as well if i remember correctly ft1 was quite a bit larger in in terms of wheelbase well the mark IV supra was a big car yeah and and well it should be i mean they were grand tour cars right they weren't they weren't sports cars they were gt cars mm -hmm. yeah they're meant for cruising yeah like the thanks i'm so lucky but my friend let me drive his mark four and it was such a pleasant experience to drive a lot of people don't care for how they look um i think they're also a little boring but being inside a mark four and driving it on the highway that's it's just like a experience you know like you have to do um, the wheels on the FT1 look like they're 20 inches, right? Or 21. That's the they thing about huge. concept cars. They put like massive fucking wheels and the best possible fitment and the best height and like no wheel gap and like rubber band tires. And then the production <laughs> yeah, car but... gets like 15s. Um, so there's, <laughs> like, there's a psychological reason they do that. That book I just showed you a couple minutes earlier, um, concept cars, they put big wheels on the cars because it gives the viewer of the concept car, like, it, it just pleases their eye more. Yeah, road car. Yeah. It, it just yes. But if you look at, look. but if you look at the wheel, these are actually HREs. I don't care what they are. They just don't look good. But the more I'm looking at it, what if you took these wheels on the FT1 and you slapped them on the Mark V? The Mark V will look good, but there is a critical difference between these two cars. Yeah. And the FT1 is just a cleaner looking body. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just the FT1, because it's a concept, just looks so much better. And you don't really get a good view of the rear for the FT1, but I really, that's the one thing I don't like about the Supra is the rear. I don't know why, but it, I just, I don't like it. Um, If you spend any time and i'm just like i think we all have at this point any if you spend any time with that mark 5 supra the rear is very high mm -hmm. like it's almost too high it comes up to my you know my lower torso well there there is there are pictures of the ft1 yeah no i wasn't saying there weren't pictures i just said you didn't get a view in that picture but yeah, look um, at the interior god yeah well i mean it was a concept yeah. car um I had a huge debate with with Ed about this back when the Mark V Supra was coming out. Um, I think that they that they kind of messed up that the LC five hundred should have been what the Supra was, and that they should have just changed the motor and, and badged that as a Supra. You know, it would have I think it would have looked a lot better and would stayed true to what it actually was. But yeah, that's besides the point. I disagree with that. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, I think we have to end it there. Um, we went a little bit over time, I think. But this has been Last Call Garage. I have been Samir. 
And I've been Wayne. And I'm Arvin. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on the old Instagram. Insta- I almost said Instagram at Gmail. I keep fucking it up every single time. Last Call Garage on Instagram. And uh, shoot us an email if you have any topic suggestions or criticisms at lastcallgarage at gmail.com. And leave us a good review on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to us. Five out of five stars, please, if you can. And uh, run over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. And uh, give us a like and a... I was going to say thumbs up, but that's a like. A bell notification. Yeah, there you go. Bell bell notification. Yeah. Yeah, click that bell. Get them notified. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Good night. And check up on your friends. I guess.